This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. Yeah, yeah. It's happening. What's going on, man? Bro, we got so many guests and we have so much like NFL soap opera to talk here at the oh, top. Oh, yeah, yeah. You maybe, just described it perfectly. Maybe a lot. So popular reality show, reality TV show time. As the NFL turns. <laughs> Nick Whalen, join us from uh, Rotowire Talk NBA. Oh, he's also an NFL analyst as well. Get his thoughts uh, on both. Paul Carr, a little, is it a little Champions League? Mid- a little Champions League midweek, so we'll yeah. get Paul Carr's thoughts on that. How about Nick Whalen, who I believe lives in Green Bay? Oh, or, is that right? Or, or is, you know, in the, in the area, but is a Jaguars fan. Oh, sure. Obviously. He's Duval County fan as well. Duval he is. County, yeah. Uh, Brad Gilbert, former number four tennis pro in the world. Now with ESPN, of course, we'll talk Indian Wells with Brad Gilbert later on the show. Love Brad Gilbert, who's also a big Warriors fan. Get his thoughts on uh, how he feels the Warriors' chances are moving forward this NBA season. Trying to go back to back. Trying to get number five in recent history here. Jim Root from Three Man Weave because it's massive college basketball today. Uh, big conferences uh, getting underway and a whole bunch of semis and championship games around college basketball. We'll get his thoughts. And Chrissy Andrews, hey, are we allowed to have Chrissy on outside of football season? Is that permitted? Apparently. We're going to do it. We got to start with the NFL, though. He, gra- he grabbed me last week and he said, that's my studio. I'm coming in there whenever I want. I said, Chris, yeah, nobody's arguing. I told him, he goes, do you mind? <laughs> he, he says, he goes, do you mind if I come in? I was like, Chris, if you come in mid-show while I'm talking, you're allowed to come in. Yep. He's like, well, I wouldn't do that. So he'll be with us. Um, okay, so yesterday we were on the show, Kelly and me, and that's when the Derek Carr news came down. The Derek Carr uh, had reached an agreement with the New Orleans Saints. It was just a matter of uh, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And so Derek Carr, four years, $150 million with the New Orleans Saints. And my reaction was, I believe, and I'm going to quote, silence. I was nonplussed, right, because it's Derek Carr to the, the Saints. Did it move the NFC South odds incrementally? Yes, because the division sucks so bad. But otherwise, it doesn't really move the uh, doesn't really move conference or Super Bowl odds. Yeah, I saw any... John Ewing from MGM uh, tweet out uh, they were forty to one before the signing, and uh, like you said yesterday, forty to one right after the I signing. I got one right, didn't I? Um, okay, so what did then? Geno Smith resigned with the Seattle Seahawks. We kind of knew that was coming. Okay, I do have a question for you on that one. Though. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think that takes them out of the running of, of drafting a quarterback? Great question. Three years, $105 million with a $52 million uh, deal in the first year yeah, for Geno. I guess, I guess that's, that's kind of like guaranteed money or a signing bonus, but they're just putting so much of it up front in that first year. I mean, are you really going if, – if you – they draft – what are they, fifth in the draft, number five pick right now? Is that what they have? Five or six. I mean, that's the five. I think you. I think you have to be open to a quarterback, don't you? Okay, so this is the part where is this not the perfect possible Anthony Richardson landing spot? Oh, good God! Like you, you sign Geno for a couple years. You, it's the perfect groom him for a couple years situation because I think we all can at least agree we think he needs that from at least a a passing standpoint, right? Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. And I don't – who is there – there might not be. We don't know, Gil, but there might not be a better guy to groom someone than Geno Smith who had to sit on a bench for so many years that knows what that process is like. Imagine being Geno Smith and they draft a quarterback five. It's like, really? I can't just have this to myself for a while? You're no. familiar with my career? <laughs> no, you can't. Okay. And then so the – and what the Derek Carr thing ostensibly did yesterday was it was like, okay, New York Jets, now it's Aaron Rodgers or bust for real. Like, this is your guy or your offseason is a complete travesty. So whether that happens or not remains to be seen. We'll look at some Aaron Rodgers odds coming up. But the big deal is today. Really, the big deal is today. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have to figure it out by 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. And by figure it out, I mean come to, deal, come to terms on a contract, which they've been negotiating for 25 months so to think that they will uh, bridge the gap in their contract negotiations today is probably a pipe stream. So if they don't do that, and it looks like they won't, the Ravens have a choice. Do you give him an uh, exclusive franchise tag or a non-exclusive franchise, mm-hmm. franchise tag? Now here's, by the way, let's go back into, in case you missed it, the only franchise tags that have been given out so far, Washington gave a... Deron Payne a franchise tag last week because in Washington, they'll be damned if they break up that defensive line. Quarterback, schmorterback. <laughs> we got to have Alan Payne and Chase Young. Uh, Cowboys uh, put Tony Pollard on a franchise tag, and Jacksonville put tight end Evan Ingram on a franchise tag. So here's the deal with the, remember, with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. So week 13 against Denver. Let's go back, shall we? Week 13 against Denver, he hurts the knee. Mm-hmm. And remember, from week 13, as, as the end of the season approached, we knew the Ravens were going to be in the playoffs, um, but we didn't, really, we didn't really have any distinct, clear Lamar Jackson news. And it, then it got, it got fuzzier as it went on. We're like, are we not going to get any Lamar Jackson news? And so week 18, he didn't even go to practice, and that's when his teammates started to be like, uh, what's going on here? Because we thought, well, at least he'll be back for the playoffs. Right. Until we started saying, are we sure he's going to be back for the playoffs? Because he didn't practice week 18. Plus so, all those weeks in the middle of the year, Gil, right, where he'd miss, like, Wednesday, Thursday for no reason. Like, he had the flu symptoms or something like that. That's been a Lamar thing here for a while. So then the playoffs come around, right? They're, they're practicing for their game against the Bengals. And I guess now we're January 11th, to be exact on this. I want to get the exact date right. Yeah, so January 11th. Then he doesn't show up for practice the week of the Bengals game. And that's when it was like, okay, what's the story here? So the following day, Thursday, this is before the Bengals game, Lamar Jackson comes out. Remember he had that strange tweet 
at 541 Eastern in the afternoon where, where he says, I got a grade two PCL sprain with inflammation surrounding the knee and announced he would not play in the right. playoff game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was three days before, two days, whatever it was before the playoff game. And you're like, wow, okay. So there's clearly something amiss between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens when it came to that injury because yeah, the Ravens were caught off guard by that tweet. And then there's clearly this. What is that? The, what is it? Now, remember, Lamar Jackson is his own agent here. He does not have an agent. He is his own agent. And so the issue is Deshaun Watson's deal with the Browns. Deshaun Watson, $230 million deal with the Cleveland Browns is what the issue is. Because, according to all sort of reports, and really you can sort of intimate this, what Lamar Jackson wants is that kind of deal. Now, he turned down a five-year, $250 million contract in September that included a $133 million uh, guaranteed bonus in there, far less than Watson's deal per year, because remember, Watson's is four-year deal for 230 He turned down a five-year 250 But the five-year 250 was more than the guaranteed figures awarded to Russell Wilson and to Kyler Murray, $124 million and $103.3 million, respectively. So you ha- the Deshaun Watson contract has jacked all of this up. What was the? Do you have the Kyler uh, guarantee in front of you? One hundred three point three. Okay, okay. So the que- so it's kind of easy to speculate here. So he wants Deshaun Watson money at the same rate as Deshaun Watson, right? Four years in that amount. The Ravens are clearly unwilling to buckle to the notion that their division rival is going to set this ridiculous market for quarterbacks. And they're going to be like, no, we'll pay you fair. We'll pay you more than these other guys. And so the question becomes, is there a, can you bridge that gap? And it looks like they can't. And so the, the decision today becomes exclusive franchise or non-exclusive. If it is non-exclusive, that means he'll be, uh, it'll be $32.416 million a year for Lamar Jackson. And he would be allowed to speak to other teams. The Ravens would have the right to match any offer sheet or take two first-round picks as compensation for losing him. If they go full exclusive franchise, it's $45 million and is a done deal. He's with the Ravens. Yeah. But the non-exclusive option, if that happens today, this is going to create massive drama. Because there's going to be a lot you would, you would think. You never want to assume, because you know about assuming. It... Uh, shines poorly on you <laughs> and me. Um, I believe that's what people say. Yeah. And so, you know, who could come out of the woodwork? Could Atlanta come out? Could Miami come out? You used to interview, I remember you interviewed Lamar Jackson yep. back in the day when you worked in South Florida. Yep. He's from that area. He apparently wants to play for the Dolphins. What other teams that we don't know about might come out of the woodwork and say, sure, we'll give you two first round picks for the right to pay Lamar Jackson his asking price. Of two hundred thirty million over four years, whatever it is, I, man, I, I I think the I think the Ravens, I mean, if the Ravens put the non-exclusive tag on him, they're basically accepting the fact that they're losing him, right? I mean, in my mind, you have to. That's the way they should be thinking. Someone is yep. going to pay that, and yes, they can match, but I, I don't know. It is an interesting situation because are you the Ravens? Are the Ravens, would you prefer every other team in the NFL to basically set his market price? The Ravens are 40 and 17 straight up, Kelly, with Lamar Jackson averaging 27.5 points per game. 
over the same span. They're four and nine without him, totaling 17.2 points per game. In other words, he's missed 13 games. He's been sidelined for 10 of their past 22 games, including the postseason. But as you're talking about what you're saying between the lines, you're nothing in this league without a quarterback nothing. like him. You're nothing. you're nothing. You don't want to become Washington, right? You don't want to become one of these teams that just can't get it right at that position. Here's my real quick take on it. Deshaun Watson, this deal is stupid. It's going to screw up many of these conversations yes. to come. You got to pay the guy, Baltimore. You got to pay the guy. Someone's going to pay the guy. And how long do you, like you said, how long do you want to wait to find your next quarterback? From a betting standpoint, if you if you can read the tea leaves, you think Miami's going to make that deal. Do you think Atlanta's going to make that deal? Does that trigger a bet? Drama, NFL drama. Coming back, live look into the college basketball formula. That on the other side. And some Aaron Rodgers props next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting stilo. You're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Skill Alexander's Kelly Bidlin. Live look into the college basketball formula. Should we do a live look? Did in? you just say Stilo instead of style? I did. Okay, so like on purpose. It sounded cool, man. I don't know what it is, but it sounded cool. Bro. I was like, I don't know if Gil just screwed Bro, up or if he just made up some slang off the 1995 just called, and I'm the coolest guy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I just happened. I was sitting back here. I'm like, did he just screw up or did he just like throw in a different word there? Hey, man, at least I read the right one. Give me that much. That's true. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, we have a few things to get to uh, here. One, live-looking college basketball formula. Again, we've, only, we've, we've done this twice uh, this year. So this will be the third. This will be the pre-conference tournament. Obviously, uh, smaller conferences have already started and some have even completed, but we're talking about the uh, major conference tournaments tipping off tonight and tomorrow. We'll do it here before the conference tournaments. We'll do it bef- uh, after the brackets are set, before the uh, the madness begins next week, and then we'll do it before the Sweet 16. These This is tried and true through the years. Last 32 champs had more assists than turnovers. 31 of the last 32 champs had a head coach with Sweet 16 experience. The only exception, the 2014 UConn Huskies, Kevin Ollie is your head man. 26 of the last 27 champs went to the tournament with at least three wins versus teams in the top 10% of RPI. Only the 2014 UConn Huskies, led by Shabazz Napier. 
the exception. Last 27 champs had, had, champs had a top 75 strength of schedule. 19 of the last 20 champs were in the uh, top 20 in adjusted offensive efficiency at Ken Palm. Only the 2014 UConn Huskies. How about that? The exception. They were number 30, uh, 39 in adjusted offense. And 19 of the last 20 champs were in the top 20 in adjusted defensive efficiency. The only exception, the 2021 Baylor Bears, who finished number 22 in adjusted efficiency, uh, adjusted defensive efficiency. I said adjusted deficiency. I put them together. All right. So here's the deal right at this moment. The team that qualifies currently, Alabama, they're 20 in adjusted offense. They're third in adjusted defense. Look at that. The very first criteria is, is the assist. Have, you have to have more assists than turnovers. Alabama's getting closer and closer to not qualifying on this. They just barely do. 462 total assists this year, 443 turnovers. Well, it's, uh, it, it, that's mainly due to Brandon Miller, right? I feel like he, I feel like he has about four turnovers a game. Mere, a mere 1.043 assist-to-turnover ratio. So they're on the inside right now in that formula, Alabama. Now, the formula does not know about off-the-court shootings and killings. It should be added. True. Now, here are the uh, the other six teams on the outside looking in. Remember, previously we had five. We, we, previously, we had a grand total of six teams that have qualified or, or have just been on the outside looking in or on the inside of this. We have added a team at the bottom. Texas joins the group. But here's the teams that are just on the outside looking in. The usual suspects from the previous two times. Houston, fifth in both adjusted offense and adjusted defense at Ken Palm, but... Number 99 in strength of schedule. Can their strength of schedule improve through the big dance? Maybe. Purdue is just on the outside looking in. They're 23rd in adjusted offensive efficiency at Ken Palm. Kansas, um, they are just on the outside looking in. Why? Because they're 24th in adjusted offense at Ken Palm. UConn, they're 10th and 12th adjusted offense and adjusted defense, but Dan Hurley has never taken a team to the Sweet 16, if you buy into that little detail. UCLA 23rd in adjusted offense. And by the way, they've only, they only have two wins currently versus teams in the top 10% of RPI. Now, that will change here moving forward. But that's where they are now. And Texas, welcome Texas. I said last time that Texas and Creighton were the teams on the outside of the outside looking in. Oh, yes. Texas right. now in, but Rodney Terry has never taken a team to the Sweet 16, their interim head coach, after Chris Beard's dismissal. The other team on the outside of the outside looking in is Creighton, not listed. So they're still they're still close though. They're still close Creighton, to cracking the form. Cracking it. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, generally it's the same six teams: Bama, Houston, Purdue, Kansas, UConn, and UCLA, who are just sort of teetering in and out, toggling in and out of the uh, formula with Texas and Creighton, and now Texas sort of uh, peaking up above the uh, the water level, the surface. So one of the the champions coming from this group, y'all. What can I tell you? Do Do you want to hear some? I, I we don't. I don't often reference this stuff. I know I sent one of these to you yesterday. You want to hear some of the interesting betting split information from the conference tournaments? Betting splits, yeah. Some or splitting bets, I should say. Some of this it. is pretty fascinating, actually. How about ACC first? You've got Duke, right? Is the tournament favorite? Conference tournament favorite. That's what we're ta- talking. Conference tournaments here. Twenty-seven percent of the tickets. This is over at DraftKings. Only 11% of the handle. Virginia Tech, 7% of the bets, 24.3% of the handle over mm. there. The one I sent you, Washington State, yeah. in the Pac-12 that you brought up yesterday, 5.7% of the bets, 22% of the handle in the Pac-12 tournament. 
those are the two biggest ones that stuck out to me. I just wanted to bring up those. Were, I thought those were both pretty wild. It is well, Wazoo. We've had like anecdotally on this network, a lot of people love Wazoo of the Pac-12 tournament. Um, let's go to Aaron Rodgers prop, shall we? So Aaron Rodgers now, it would appear, and the Green Bay Packers just, if you read again, if you read the tea leaves, they don't want him back. Yeah. The, J- the Jets are only minus 125. This is all just a real quick bets void if he goes back to Packers or retires. Okay, good, good stipulation there. If he goes back to Green Bay or retires, none of these count. But the Jets are minus 125 and the Raiders are even money. Everybody else is double digits. Are you prepared to just toss out everyone else that has double digit odds? Yes, I think so. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because I, I don't even know if the I don't even know if the Raiders make a ton of sense. I don't, I think I'm in the camp of this guy is much more ready to retire than people think. I I don't know, and quite frankly, I'm I'm among the group of people that just can't stand his daily. I, I know. You know, it's like I don't care. But what is just, what's the deal? By the way, does he have like a new podcast he goes on regularly? Did he ditch McAfee or something? That's like, a good point. I don't right? know. Did he's breaking that? news on other podcasts. Yeah, he's now. breaking news on this other pod now all the time. I don't know what's up with that. Do you agree with me? If it's not the Jets, the Jets off season is a total bust. No, because of what I'm about to say. It's the I think now that Derek Carr's off the board, all we've done is shift. We led the show with Lamar Jackson talk mm-hmm. for a reason, because Lamar Jackson is a former MVP in this league, yes. right? I think the Jets are saying, okay, Derek Carr off the markets, market now. We got to see if Lamar Jackson's going to be gettable first, and then we go all in for Aaron Rodgers if he's not. It's got to be somebody, because what you cannot do is tell those current Jets, Can't. Garrett Wilson, that entire defense. Remember, Garrett Wilson was like out loud. Saying how yeah. you know, saying how miserable the experience was without saying it that way, you can't sell to to the current Jets that you're going with. You know this Zach Wilson guy. We're going to run him out there again. You can't do that. Yo, I'll go even a little further. I there, there's there's so many Jets fans that I've heard this from, and I cannot believe it that they'd be. Some of them have, have told me they'd prefer, or they'd be perfectly okay with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think if you end up with Jimmy Garoppolo, it's a failed offseason kill. I with these too. names that are out here and seemingly on the market, with the pieces that you have around, man, I, I think that's a failure if you end up with Jimmy G. You got it. Yes, I'm with you. You got to end up with Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. You should be going all in for either one of those guys. By the way, uh, yes, I, I failed to mention yesterday because we, we, we got to squeeze everything into two hours and there's so much going on in sports yep. that I bet UCLA 12 to 1 to win it all. Uh, this weekend, and I also added to my uh, C.J. Stroud to be the number one pick in the draft yesterday, Kelly. Went to uh, a Caesars shop. Uh, I have the plus 682 already on C.J. Stroud to go number one. Mm-hmm. It was at plus 350 by the time I got there. They spun me. This is brick and mortar. While I'm at the desk, spun me down to plus 340 from plus 350. Still 10 cents, but they still spun me while my bet was waiting for approval. <laughs> and I, I got upset about it. And the guy behind the counter, you know what his response was? Well, do you want it or not? Like, he was the guy that had the arrogance to him. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. So, so I ended up plus 340, by the way, not plus, oh, plus 340 on, on the extra C.J. Stroud. But there's a creative way to bet the number one pick in the draft now at DraftKings. Yeah, there is. So you can do this by team now. This is this is such gambling now. This, like, is, this is total, so... like, <laughs> I love it, who's, who's going to make the trade? Um, 
The Texans at minus 140, the current holders of the number two pick in the draft, are appropriately the favorite at minus 140, if you believe they're the team that's going to trade up with the Bears to get the number one pick in the draft. The Colts, who have the fourth pick in the draft currently, who also are in need of a quarterback, they're at plus 250. The Panthers, plus 350, again, top 10 pick currently, that is in need of a quarterback. And the Bears themselves, plus 650. Falcons and Raiders lead the double-digit parade all the way down to the Commanders at 50-1. to So you could bet that (laughs) this way now, which is kind of cool, but you're right, total gamble. I mean, like, Texans minus money? This is is for the person who's like, you know what? Gambling isn't enough for me. I want to gamble on gambling. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I want to do. Exactly. (laughs) We'll come back. Uh, Let's talk a little... uh, Let's talk a little Premier League, shall we? Paul Carr on the other side. Yeah. And how about some NBA with Nick Whalen next? A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team's here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella sex, uh, selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VSIN Expert like Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament for only $19. That's US at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book real quick. Let me read these uh, These couple. Gilly, Gilly Ice Butcher's my nickname is this guy's uh, handle. He says, do you think Lamar just wants to try and control the future like the NBA and MLB free agents? Uh, it sure seems like he's willing to go the Kirk Cousins route to get his money. Well, the Kirk Cousins route was Washington didn't, you know, they just kept giving him the one-year big-time deals which because they didn't want to have him long-term. They did, or, or they kept pushing off that decision, right? Yes. And, and at the time, for Kirk Cousins, that was way more money than he was going to make on the open market. Kirk I Cousins think. basically gambled on himself. By the way, Dominique Foxworth at ESPN, like we're talking about the Lamar Jackson possibilities, Dominique Foxworth thinks, you know, because with, the, with these exclusive or non-exclusive franchise tags, like Lamar Jackson would have to sign them, would have to sign his name to them. Mm-hmm. He thinks Lamar Jackson might not even sign his name, and then it would just be a stare-down contest where Lamar Jackson would be willing to sit out until they come exactly to his terms. Yeah, I brought this up with you before. I have never been. I did. I covered Lamar Jackson in height when he was playing high school football. I have never been the biggest fan. Uh, of him. I always thought he was a little overrated by most people out there. I am all on Lamar Jackson's side of this. I wouldn't sign anything. You, whatever. The market has been set. Pay me my money. <laughs> just, I am wait, still better than the, so many of the bums playing quarterback in this league. Well, that's why it's so fascinating because you can understand Lamar's position, but you can also understand the Ravens' sure. position. Go I certainly draft do. Hendon Hooker. He's three months younger than me. I like me. Some I have an Hooker. MVP sitting in my in my trophy case. Touchdown, Jesus. Uh, is the uh, C.J. Stroud angle uh, the preferred play? First quarterback drafted or first overall pick? If priced similarly, well, if they're priced similarly, you would just take the first quarterback pick. Because why wouldn't you? Why would you bother? But I'm all mine are f- number one pick in the draft. You're getting more bang for your buck. It's an interesting question, though. Yeah. What, what's the separation you would put? Fi- I mean, if it's anything more than fifty cents, I'm just I'm just betting first overall. For I mean, sure. the, the only thing that skews that is if Chicago somehow decides we're keeping Justin Fields and we're drafting somebody on defense, which I just don't think will happen. 
Uh, let's talk some uh, basketball. We'll also talk some football with this gentleman. Nick Whalen joins us from RotoWire. You can follow him on Twitter <clears throat> at Whalen, but uh, substitute the number one for the L. How you doing, Nick? And nice mustache man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been a work in progress. Um, you know, it's a, a lot of long nights growing this thing out, uh, but it's good to talk to you in the morning <laughs> slot here. I know you guys reshuffled again recently. Uh, yeah, man. We've, we've always been here, though. We haven't, we haven't shuffled. Um, let me just ask you this. You live in Milwaukee. Is that true? That is a fact. Okay. Let me ask you about Aaron Rodgers and, and the buzz. Let me ask you a buzz question before we get to the NBA. What do you think happens here? What do you, what do you feel like Green Bay wants to happen? What do you feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to do? To me, this has felt like two sides that both want the same thing, which is Aaron Rodgers to move on, but neither side wants to be culpable for that decision. Uh, I, I think Aaron Rodgers specifically has been dropping breadcrumbs really for the last couple of months, uh, kind of implying, you know, well, I, I don't know if they want me back. I guess we'll have to see. Like, I, I, I think he wants to avoid the brushback that his predecessor, Brett Favre, had when he kind of inevitably forced his way out of town at the end of his tenure with the Green Bay Packers. I think Rodgers wants to go elsewhere. I think the Packers are coming around on the idea of, hey, we need to give Jordan Love a shot. And I think they were frustrated by what they saw from Aaron Rodgers last season. So, again, in my opinion, I think both of these teams are ready to move on, but I don't think either side wants to be the side to actually make that decision. Neither side wants to be culpable. I totally believe that, too. And that is so Aaron Rodgers, right? Act like he doesn't care about this or that, but he's the most sensitive dude in the world, most thin-skinned of them all. All right, let's talk. Exactly, about, yeah. exactly. I mean, it, it's, it, it's like in, in middle school, if you, you wanted to break up with your girlfriend, but you didn't want her friends to be mad at you, so you, you're like, you know, maybe <laughs> right. ignoring her, trying to get her to break up with you. Like, you don't want to be the bad guy. Uh, Nick, it sounds like you have some experience with that. That sounded very personal. Middle no, no, school. No, let's move on, let's move on. <laughs> hey, let's move on. Let's move on from that. Uh, all right, NBA. Celtics, losers of three in a row. Yesterday to the uh, Cavaliers after uh, Grant Williams said, I'm going to make a couple free throws, and then he botches it. Should Celtics ticket holders be worried, or is this way too uh, short-term of a reaction? It's probably too short-term of a reaction. I mean, they lost last week to the Knicks. It was somewhat of an ugly game, but they didn't have Jalen Brown. And then you mentioned last night's loss, um, you know, coming on the the second game of a back-to-back after a double overtime game. Uh, so they're, you know, they were without Jason Tatum. I don't really put too much stock in that. I think it matters how much you value the one seed because, you know, Milwaukee going on a 16 game winning streak and looking like the best team in the East for the last couple of months, all of a sudden they have a two game lead. I mean, the one seed is far from decided, but uh, I, I think you, you want to dodge Philly, obviously in round two. I think that's big. There's kind of a clear line of demarcation there. Um, but at the same time, you know, teams like Cleveland and, and obviously the Knicks are playing really well right now. I, I think no matter what, you're not looking at a breeze through round two, but you still want to avoid the Sixers. So to me, if you're a Boston Celtics ticket holder, the question is, are you scared of Philly? I don't think you really are. I think the Celtics match up really well with the 76ers. I think they've had their number. I think they feel really confident going into a playoff series against Doc Rivers and against James Harden. Uh, so I'm not panicking if I'm a Celtics ticket holder. But with that said, I'm a Bucks guy. I'm here in Milwaukee. I would take the Bucks over the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals anyway. Kelly and I have been all about the Bucks in every market we've discussed. Exactas. Uh, best record, like everything over the last month or two. We've, we've all been on, on that train as well. I, I want to ask you about the Sacramento Kings because we've sat here and we've said, okay, hey, great, great bet to win the Pacific Division. Right now, I think, what do they have, 18 games left to play Sacramento? Um, yep. We talked about it when they had like 21 games or 24 games left, whatever it was. We've talked about it for a few weeks. We're like, okay, that, that's still a bet because the runway is short. 
are we selling this team short in the postseason is what I want to get at. Because they've won six of seven. They've got a two-and-a-half game lead in the Pacific Division. Right now, if you look at the playoff seedings, uh, they are currently at number three. And the team that's a half game in front of them, the Memphis Grizzlies, obviously are in massive tumult right now off the court, which could affect them beyond what anyone's really even imagining right now. Are we selling this team short in the playoffs? Could they win a series? Could they go beyond winning a series? I think they can absolutely win a series. I think when we get, get beyond that uh, is when it's going to start to get a little dicey. It's going to depend a lot on the matchup, right? I mean, as of right now, they would play the Minnesota Timberwolves in round one, and we have no idea what's going on with Carl Anthony Towns. I, I don't know when he's going to be back. Hopefully he's back for the playoffs, but there's been no real update on that front. Uh, I, I think the Kings would be favored in that series, certainly, but there's also a scenario where they could be playing the Golden State Warriors or the Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving uh, they could play the Clippers. Uh, you know, there, there are a ton of scenarios there that I think become uh, a lot more precarious for the Sacramento Kings. So it's, it's a little bit of a cop-out answer, uh, but it, it really depends on the matchup because you have some strong teams in the Western Conference, some teams with big-time playoff upside that just haven't been that good during the regular season or haven't had their current team for the entire season in the case of like Dallas and the Phoenix Suns. So it's been a fun story with the Kings. I mean, I, I think Mike Brown should and probably will win coach of the year. Maybe that's their reward yeah. for this year. But I, I don't see this as a long-term playoff team. And part of the reason for that, Gil, is they don't have a lot of depth. They really don't. They've been remarkably healthy in a year where virtually every other team, it feels like, has been battling a ton of injuries. They've had guys like Darren Fox and Demonte Sabonis miss almost no time. And once you get beyond their top five, top six, I, I don't know that I trust their depth, especially in the backcourt. I'll say it again. If Mike Brown's not coach of the year, I don't know what a coach of the year is. Uh, real quick, because we got 90 seconds here. I want to get this question out first before I get your thoughts on today's slate, which is, and I ask this all the time, but it feels like every day we'll get a different answer to this. Right now, who are the two teams in the Western Conference Finals? Who are they? I'm penciling in Denver, and I'm penciling in the Suns. It's, it's a default answer. I know that. But, you know, you mentioned the Grizzlies. How could you possibly take the Grizzlies right now to, to get all the way to the Western Conference Finals? I, I'm not on the Kings. I You know, the Warriors to me, I, I heard somebody make a Warriors 2022 Tampa Bay Buccaneers comparison earlier this week. I, I kind of like that. It's like we're just grasping for reasons to try to think that this team is better than it is when they haven't really shown us that kind of upside. Um, obviously, I'm not on Minnesota. Uh, Dallas is the team to me that has that really high variance, you know, at their best, they could absolutely make the West finals. They were in the West finals last year with arguably a worse roster, but I, I think it comes down to Denver and Phoenix and I would take the Suns in that matchup. Yeah. I guess the Phoenix and Denver now does feel like the pat answer to that question. All right, real quick. Uh, what do you like tonight? Yeah, we got a pretty solid uh, Tuesday night slate here. Uh, I, I do like the, the Brooklyn Nets. I know they've been scuffling, kind of been up and down the last few games here, but they're, they're six point favorites on the road at the Houston Rockets. I, I'm always picking against Houston, you know, unless they're playing the team like the San Antonio Spurs uh, who they blew out the other night. I mean, this is a, a very, very bad team. I think they've been the most disorganized, worst defensive team in the league for most of the year. And they of course have no interest in winning games at this point. So of these, the, the games on the, the main games on the slate, I like the Nets minus six. Also like the Bucks minus seven in Orlando. There he goes. Throws in the Bucks, laying the points just there at the end. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it, man. Hey, anytime, guys. Nick Whalen, aggressively growing the mustache at night. We'll see what happens uh, next time we see him. Paul Carr, Champions League, some midweek action, followed by Brad Gilbert on Indian Wells. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. BetMGM offering college basketball fans a chance to pocket extra cash winnings all season long. Just log into your BetMGM account to receive your college basketball parlay boost token. Then place a college basketball parlay with a minimum of four legs using the token. And if the parlay hits, you'll have your winnings boosted. New to BetMGM? Download the app and sign up now to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Take your shot at making a big win even bigger. Place your four-leg parlay today and boost the excitement of college basketball like never before with a college basketball parlay boost token. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. It must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. Gambler promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Skill Alexander, uh, Kelly, Sean McCollum just reminding me, because we're, on, we're only on for two hours, and there's so many sports to get to that we don't have time to get everything in. But I watched the, uh, I watched the Chris Rock Netflix comedy special this weekend. It was a live broadcast. Netflix has never done this before. So he did it from Baltimore, Maryland. And... I was thinking the history of a numbers game. Like, what are the only things I've ever come on the show and talked extensively about that was not betting the next morning? It was after the Will Smith slap of Chris Rock. So I thought that this thing the other night, I thought, oh, I I was there for the Will Smith stuff. And I thought it was kind of okay, not really that great, till the last 10 minutes, which is when he got to the Will Smith stuff. And man, did he crush that guy. It was awesome. Okay, so you you and Brian Rogers were talking about this yesterday. Yes. And all right, so well, so is, is it worth seeing, or should I just fast forward to the end and watch that part? I'd say fast forward. Okay, I felt like that's what <laughs> Rogers was basically telling me too. He's like, man, it was okay. Go to like the last 10, 15 minutes. It is oh, and it is all so perfectly justified and worded, and you just walk out of there like I'm never never watching another Will Smith thing. It took me so long, by the way, to to finally accept that that Will Smith thing was even real oh, when it, was, it happened. It was so real. Like for for so long afterward, I was like, "No, nah, it's totally fake. Totally set it up. I don't uh, get it." Unbelievable. Gotta watch it. Chris Rock does does everything you you wanted to wait for to hear him say. He comes through. Uh, let's talk some Champions League. Another sport to get to today. Paul Carr joins us. Uh, where are you now, Paul? Are you at a hotel in, in uh, Grapefruit League or Cactus League? Where are you? Uh, Cactus League, hotel in beautiful Glendale, Arizona at the moment. Oh, very nice. Okay. We, we, I feel like we do this every time that we talk yep. Champions League, but I think the American sports and sports betting audience needs to have context. 
Give us the what is what is Champions League just showing up in the middle of national leagues? <laughs> what would that be the equivalent of in in American sports? Uh, basically, it'd be like playing the NCAA tournament at the same time as the college basketball regular season. So you're playing your your conference season and also taking midweek games to go play in the actual NCAA tournament against teams from other conferences. By the way, Adam Silver still is insisting on doing some kind of midseason tournament in the NBA. Yeah. Is, is this the dumbest idea you've ever heard? Like, how is, how is the American sports audience going to take to that? I think that, that's the biggest question. It's, it's really just a mental thing of wrapping your head around it. I think once it happened, you know, assuming it's like take three weeks off in the middle and do some tournament, I think everybody would like it. It would just, yeah, it's just so un-American from a sporting standpoint. Nothing really operates quite the same way that we'd have a hard time dealing with it. Yeah, but, but I think the, it would be fun. But there's also a load management issue already <laughs> in the NBA. Right. So, like, what are they doing? I mean, that's yeah. the difference between soccer and the NBA, right. right? Is that these players embrace something like the Champions League, where the NBA, yeah. I'm sorry, I think all those guys, most of the big guys, if they had any nagging injury, would choose to sit out for well, two weeks. Of course. Of course. And it's, just, it's a problem in soccer. I mean, several guys have come out just in the last few weeks saying, you know, there's all these club competitions, the World Cup's in the middle of the season. There's hardly been a break for most of them since COVID because that just messed up the whole calendar. And it, it's a thing. I mean, you can see some guys, some teams just kind of struggling and look like they're playing in mud sometimes. So it's a thing in soccer that if they're not careful about, it, it's really going to you know, ruin a lot of careers, teams, players, et cetera. So, yeah, that's definitely one of the bigger challenges, kind of from an off-the-court almost standpoint for the NBA. All right, you got four plays. Before we get to their four plays, let's just look at the uh, Champions League futures. Man City from the Premier League is your short shot, plus 188 over at BetMGM. Bayern Munich from Bundesliga. Oh, I'm going to be so unbearable this segment. Uh, going uh, to be? Plus three. <laughs> That's right, going to be? <laughs> plus 350. <laughs> That's awesome. Real Madrid plus 550. Napoli at uh, 7 to 1. Everybody else led by PSG, double digits and beyond. Any play here? Not really. I have a Bayern future at plus 600 I got before the first leg, which has worked out well. Um, nothing excites me, really. It's such a muddle beyond those first few teams that. I don't, there's nothing I'm going to recommend right now. Nothing you're going to recommend. Okay, let's get to the picks. What do you got first? All right, All right let's start today. I want to start with probably the least watched game of these. This is Benfica and Club Bruges, which is in Belgium. Uh, Benfica won the first leg on the road 2-0, uh, so they're in great shape to go through. I just think they're still just a lot better than Bruges, which barely beat a relegation-threatened team. Or no, sorry, lost 3-0 to a relegation-threatened team in league play over the weekend. They're kind of a mess uh, on the field and off the field. I think Benfica rolls here. I'll lay the goal and a half. Uh, I got this at plus 120. It's down around even money now, which getting a little bit thin. Even money's about as low as I would go there. But uh, they're just, they're a lot better. It's the weakest team that's left. They dominated and they're rolling in the Portuguese league. They've won eight straight games by multiple goals. I think they do it again here. Primera Liga in uh, Portugal for Benfica against Club Bruges from Belgium. So lay the one and a half. Shop around for the price. Paul got plus 120. What's next? Next, Chelsea Dortmund. Uh, this is, let's see, the first game in Dortmund. Dortmund won that one 1-0. Chelsea is just kind of a mess. They're 10th place in the Premier League, and justifiably so. They're almost out of all the cup competitions. Uh, Dortmund has been playing as well as anybody in Europe. They've won 10 straight games. Uh, they've scored multiple goals in all but one of them, I believe, and they have the underlying numbers to match that. Chelsea has one win in their last seven games, two wins in the last 12. So, I mean, Dortmund's going to score here. I feel pretty confident in that. And if Dortmund scores, that means Chelsea's got to score two to at least get this to extra time. 
and I don't see that happening. So I've taken Dortmund on the double chance at minus 115 or Dortmund uh, plus half a goal, you know, depending on the book that you're looking at. You can get this around even money now, which is obviously even a better price. So I like that. Again, Dortmund, I think, will score. I don't think Chelsea can score twice. So I like Dortmund to get the winner of the draw. There's going to be a portion of the audience that missed what double chance means. Explain. Yep. Double chance, just win or draw. You'll see different books listed different ways. So you can also just take them plus the half goal. Okay. Fine most of the time. All right. Always uh, look at the wording and be aware of what markets you are betting specifically. Number three of four. Number three. This this is the like brain dead obvious pick of the week, and it almost concerns me how easy <laughs> this seems to be. Um, Tottenham AC Milan under two and a half goals. At uh, I played at minus one fifteen. I think it's about minus one twenty most places now, which I think is still okay. Like to be honest, I expected this to be like minus one fifty. Not from a like I didn't have an algorithm to spit that number out, but just like, if you saw the first game, I mean, Tottenham had 11 shots, none of them good. Uh, Milan got a goal, but kind of a weird goal. They had a couple of decent chances late, but both these teams are decent to good defensively and not very good offensively. I mean, Tottenham has Harry Kane. That's about it. Uh, they've only scored. I think I, I don't have the number for it. I forget. They've only scored more than one goal very rarely over the last seven, eight games. I think it's once in the last seven or eight games, something like that. Um, should be tight. You know, both teams, Tottenham would love to get a 1-0 win after losing 1-0 and just get to extra time. Milan, if they get a goal, they're thrilled that they'll probably play for a 0-0 draw. It just screams under 2.5. So I played it at minus 115. So this is probably going to be like 3-2, 20 minutes in somehow. All right, Tottenham, AC Milan, under 2.5 goals. And finally, Bayern Bayern. Munich. Yeah, this is probably the big game of the week. Uh, PSG and Bayern. Bayern won 1-0 in Paris in the first leg. Uh, the good news for PSG is they have Kylian Mbappe back. He was only on for the last half hour in the first leg, which is the only time they looked any good against Bayern. Uh, the bad news is Neymar is out for PSG, although he hasn't been quite the speedy threat that he has been recently. He's been battling a lot of injuries. Bayern has Sadio Mane back up top, so they'll be in good shape to attack what should be kind of a stretched-out PSG defense. So I still like Bayern here. If this were a, a straight-up regular game in Germany, Bayern would probably be about minus 150 to win. They're at minus 125, and I think you might be able to get a little bit better price now. Uh, I still played them to win. I think they're better. I think Mbappe is all that PSG has, and Bayern does have a couple defensive injuries to worry about. But I, just, I like that price on Bayern to get the win. They only need to draw to advance, which is why you get a slightly better price. But I still think you know, they're not a sit-back-and-pack-the-box sort of team. Like They're going to go try to win this by scoring a goal or two and putting it away. So Bayern to win at minus 125. All right, Benfica giving the goal in the half uh, versus Club Bruges. Bruges, uh, Bruges uh, Dortmund, double chance versus Chelsea. Tottenham and AC Milan under two and a half goals. And then Bayern Munich, the win over PSG. Before you go, we got 30 seconds, Paul. Remind folks, if you will, about champion, Champions League rules that they should uh, yep. just be clear on. Yeah, all these bets are 90 minutes only. So if, for example, Milan won the first leg 1-0, if Tottenham wins 1-0, that goes to extra time. Anything that happens in extra time doesn't count toward almost all your bets. If you want the team to advance, you usually play them to advance or to qualify, which is a separate bet. Okay. Paul Carr, enjoy uh, enjoy your uh, comings and goings the Cactus League. Good luck with all your business endeavors over there. Thank you. Have a good week. You too. Paul Carr from the Expected Value Podcast. And, of course, uh, True Media Networks. We'll come back. Former number four in the world, Brad Gilbert, current ESPN analyst on Indian Wells, tennis's de facto fifth major. We'll get into all that. The draw is out. It's next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.